to NURFM. We are talking travel. And today, Sally Lucas, we're heading off to North America. We haven't been there for a while, have we? We haven't been to that yeah, part of the world for quite some time, Jane. So I thought it was about time we went back there. Um, and I thought we'd talk about touring holidays. We've talked frequently about, you know, the inside passage and cruising, etc. But touring is a lovely way to see a country, of course. And there's some interesting tours coming out for next year that are combining both coach and rail, which I think is a great way to do it as well. So um, this one starts in Toronto and you go by rail with the... Uh, via rail right across but you have a little stay in Toronto first and go to Niagara Falls and then you head off by train going through um, Ontario, Winnipeg, Manitoba and then through to Saskatchewan, uh, Alberta which is of course that wonderful part of the world and Jasper and from there you hop off the train and you go through the Jasper National Park you go onto the Icefields Parkway where you do that thrilling ice explorer ride um, you also do a cruise on the Malign Lake heading off to Banff where you do the Bow River and Falls. Then you go down through Kalauna and through the spectacular Yoho National Park, which is one of Canada's most popular recreational areas, actually, and site of Precambrian fossil finds. Uh, then you go on to Canada's Glacier National Park and you actually climb to that wonderful High Rogers Pass, which goes up to about 2,300 metres nearly, and you get some fabulous photos from there, of course, and... Uh, That's set on the shores of the Okanagan Lake. And from there you head across to that beautiful little island of Victoria and the Butchart Gardens, which are just stunning. Just talking to someone who went there the other day, actually, and I just said, look, I don't want to go back in winter. I'd love to see it in all seasons. And, of course, they do up all the beautiful pine trees, you know, with all the fairy lights and all the Christmas trimmings. And they still have the little um, sulky or carriage rides you can do. And it's it's really quaint and, and quite beautiful. And, of course, you finish up in Vancouver. So that's just one of the ones you can do and, and I just, it I thought, takes sorry, quite a while to get across the continent well yes it? well that itinerary I should have said that Jane sorry that's like a two-week itinerary oh uh, right to so do that. stopping off and doing bits yes. and pieces here yes and there. so you're having accommodation and it's the rail as I said goes as far as um, Alberta and from there you're on coach then doing the coach for the rest of it and of course the ferry across to Victoria Island and back um, another one though that I thought was quite an interesting one there's a lot of people do Western, you know, Canada, USA, but not so much the Eastern side, other than they might go to New York or Washington. So this one's doing the Eastern US and you do New York, coming, starting in New York, uh, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. And then you go down to, through Pennsylvania to Lancaster, which is home to the Amish and Mennonite communities. And that's always interesting. And you visit an Amish family and their farm and have a meal with them. Then from there, you go on up to Niagara Falls, Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, Quebec City. And then you go down back through to Boston and that finishes in Boston. So that's really interesting as well. I thought a nice little different itinerary. And there's another one here to the um, America's musical heritage. And, of course, everyone loves to do that, you know, going south, going down. This one starts in Nashville. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Um, This is a 10-day itinerary, by the way. And it goes to Nashville, to Memphis, of course, an excursion to Graceland. You go to Sun Studio in Memphis. Uh, You visit the Stax Museum of American Soul. Um, Then you go from Memphis to Clarksdale and to Greenwood. Uh, You visit the Delta Blues museum enjoy a special lunch at the ground zero blues club uh, do all sorts of interesting things down there from there you go down to indianola and natchez where you visit the bb king museum in indianola and then you go on on that beautiful natchez which we have a, a lovely dinner there at the 
antebellum mansion that night. Um, then you're going on down to Lafayette as well um, and through the plantation area there, which is just spectacular, of course. Uh, you enjoy authentic Cajun home cooking along the way at a plantation and then you finish up in New Orleans or New Orleans, they say, don't they? Isn't that the correct way of saying it? I don't think we can even come <laughs> very close, a little bit close. A little bit closer. And then just one more. This is quite an extensive one as well. It's a 15-day itinerary exploring America's great parks. So you're starting in Las Vegas and, of course, you head to Grand Canyon naturally and then on to Monument Valley. And then you actually do a four-wheel drive tour of Monument Valley. They take you off the main coach and you're going into some really interesting areas into the valley there. Uh, You go to the Arches National Park uh, through Grand Junction up to Denver to Custer State Park, which is quite beautiful. It was formed in 1897 and it's the largest state park in America. And it's home to a variety of wildlife, including bison, pronghorn antelope, mountain goats, white-tailed deer, bighorn sheep, mountain lions, wild turkeys and elk. So there you go. It's quite interesting. It's a list to tick off. Isn't it? And then after that, of course, Mount Rushmore, which is famous for the carved heads of state. Um, Crazy Horse. I love some of the names of these places. Um, Deadwood, Devil's Town, and then National Monument, uh, Devil's Tower National Monument, sorry, I'll get it right in a minute, which is established as America's first national monument by Teddy Roosevelt in 1906. So you go to see that. Uh, On to Yellowstone National Park, Yogi Bear country, Mm. Um, the Grand Teton National Park, Jackson, Salt Lake City, Bryce Canyon National Park, the Zion National Park, and then back to Vegas. So it's a 15-round trip, Vegas, back to Vegas. There's a lot more interesting itineraries there. I'm only just naming but a few. Um, So have a look. You know, this is with two companies, Globus and Cosmos. This is their preview for next year of what they're planning to do for America and expand the style of touring that you can do. We're having a weekly chat on travel on to a new RFM talking travel. Sally Lucas, uh, we've been to North America. We're crossing the pond, as we <laughs> call the Pacific, and heading to Asia. We are. And another P, passion made possible. Um, This is a Singapore promotion. And of course, Singapore is always reinventing itself. It's always evolving and changing and reimagining itself. And so we just thought we'd talk about it today. I mean, years and years ago, people just used to use it as just a two day stop or, you know, on their way for a long flight to London. That's how it started out. Then we started out many years ago with those wonderful holidays, little package holidays, and people started going. They were really well priced to Singapore. And sort of, it meant people were thinking of it as a destination, not just as a stopover. And it still is. It can be both, of course. But it's there's so much to see and do there for such a small country. And of course, it's so lush and green for such a small country, and still so tidy, so neat. You know, beautifully kept. I mean, they're very proud people and proud of their nation, as they should be. And this they say, seven reasons to visit Singapore. So we'll go through these seven reasons why you should visit Singapore. Firstly, they say thrills, spills and non-stop action. Because from high-flying thrills to close-up encounters with the creatures of the night. And, of course, you've got that wonderful night zoo that you can go to, which is fascinating. Because that's when animals are always out and about foraging. And Especially in those warm climates. Yes. Being almost on the equator. And yeah. we talk about nocturnal animals 
animals, but most animals are actually nocturnal. Just some are completely nocturnal and don't get up during the day. But nearly all animals prefer to go out in the dark of night to get their prey because it's safer. So that was explained to us when I was there anyway, that that's why you see so many animals when you do that night tour of the zoo. They're not having a sleep like they might be during the day. So that's something you can do. But you can also do other things like hop on cable cars across to Sentosa. And you can also include the world's largest wind tunnel if you're into indoor skydiving. And you've got movie-inspired rides, of course, at the Universal Studios at Singapore there as well. And they've got the Southeast Asians, Asia's steepest zip wire if you're really into a bit of a thrill. So there's some of the thrills you can do. Um, also, it boasts a spectacular array of galleries. This is number two. And museums. And it's a city where art can be found just on street corners, sidewalks and shophouse walls. But you could spend a day and find inspiration in its civic district there, which houses a multitude, a multitude rather of world world-class galleries and museums. You've got the National Museum of Singapore, the Singapore Art Museum, the National Gallery of Singapore, and that's home to over 8,000 pieces of art from Singapore's national collection. And, of course, it hosts exhibitions from internationally acclaimed artists, so there's always going to be something there, I'm sure, that you would love to see. Um, Fashionistas, of course, also it's good for shopping and bargain hunters alike. Excellent materials. Yes, Mm. the materials you can get in age, like Japan too. It's Mm. beautiful cottons and things, can't you? Just some stunning materials. And so it's a treasure trove of shopping options there if you want. So you've got Orchard Road, if you're the old famous stop along Orchard Road, which is quite a long road for your retail therapy, which is a premier shopping belt there. But you can also go into lots of other places as well. And they've got international labels there like Giorgio Armani, etc. So there's always bound to be some sort of a shop to suit your budget and taste. And they say, of course, that it's a paradise for foodies, and rightly so. Um, eating is said to be a classically Singaporean pastime, and, and it is. But I think that's the same throughout Asia. They all love their food, don't they? And but, they're all distinctive. Yes, very. Yeah. And But they're Hunky. all healthy. Like Most of the foods you get are, are beautifully healthy foods and freshly cooked. I think that's what's lovely about Asian food, um, especially some of your street foods. So you can go to your high-class dining, of course, if you want to there. You've got Michelin restaurants down to enjoying your street food, which is quite fantastic and you know they've got everything there apart from Singaporean food from Japanese to to French cuisine to all sorts and of course you've got the Chinatown Complex Food Centre which is a sprawling hawker centre that houses over 260 food stalls so there'd be something there for everybody. A city of green sanctuaries. Now, you think of it, Singapore is just a city. But, of course, as we've said, it is also very green and they're very proud of how they've greened their city. And so you've got the urban landscape dotted with verdant parks there. And, of course, you can go to Canning Park, which is wonderful, or the Gardens by the Bay, which is more futuristic, the Singapore Botanic Gardens. And it was Singapore's first UNESCO World Heritage Site as well. So there you go. Nightlife, well, of course, that goes aplenty as well, um, whether you're a lover of live music or you just want to go to a lovely bar on a rooftop with a fantastic view or you go down around the water area, around the waterfront area, which is lovely, around Clark Quay, etc., just to have a meal and watch the world go by. It is quite fantastic. So Singapore has, has really is a global metropolis and you can get to do just about anything there all year round. Of course, it is hot. You're right on the equator, so you've just got to remember that. Stay hydrated. You know, just use your air conditioning if you have to. The metro system is excellent. Um, taxis are cheap, though, and often 
often if you're going with four of you, it's often just as cheap to hop in a cab as it is to go on the metro. So it's an easy city to get around. And also they have things there like the Rugby Sevens, you know, you've got the the um, race cars, etc. going there, the supercars and all that sort of thing. So it really is, and it's not too far to fly. You know, yeah. you're looking at about eight hours, so it's time quite, difference not yes, very big. No, either. no, minimal. So, yeah, Singapore. Consider it on your bucket list somewhere along the line. We're talking travel on to NURFM, and it's about time we took a look at the hot deals in the travel marketplace at the moment. What have you got for us, Sally Lucas? Okay, Jane. Firstly, we were talking about North America today, so there are some savings to be had if you want to get in by the 11th of June. They've got early bird savings across the board with both. Clovis and Cosmos tours into North America. So there's great savings to be had there and you also get a second tour discount if you're interested in doing two tours back to back. And even if you're a group, a small group of um, 8 to 15 people, they offer rebates also for small groups who want to put a little tour together. So that's just something to consider for next year. Um, Also while we're in that part of the world, this is quite an interesting um, fly cruise package which I know people tend to love. It's 19th of March next year, 21 nights and what you're doing with this, you're flying with Qantas into Miami, and well, obviously connecting with a, a partner carrier but into the West Coast and on and then from there you're joining a cruise after you get to Miami and you go up to New York and you go across then to Kings Wharf Hamilton in the Bermuda and then from there you're travelling across the Atlantic through to Ponta Delgado in the Azores in Portugal, Lisbon, Valencia in Spain, Marseille and and then you're finishing up in Genoa. So that's quite an interesting uh, itinerary, I think. And you've got your return airfare as well included and a transfer from Genoa port to Milan as well where you would come back with Emirates. But obviously you could extend then and do a tour of Italy if you wanted to. Or So it's an interesting way of getting you to Europe by having a bit of a you know look at the States and look at some of the um, sort of Caribbean area and then heading off into the Spain-Portugal area and finishing in Italy. So that's quite, I thought, quite an interesting one. And it starts um, from under six and a half thousand dollars with airfares and as I said you do have flexible return flights so you can alter the date for your return on that if you wish. This is something interesting too back on the land of Oz they've called it Coral Coast Cruisin'. So it's Perth to Exmouth fly drive package. So this is really lovely because to drive yourself is excellent and the roads there aren't busy you know it's an easy easy drive to go up that west coast of course and you just see some fabulous scenery across the way. You're getting 10 nights car rental with Avis one way from Perth to Exmouth. You have a night in Geraldton, two nights at Kalbari two nights at the shark in Shark Bay of course where you can swim with the dolphins hopefully uh, one night in Carnarvon uh, two nights at Ningaloo and one night in Exmouth and then a return air from Exmouth back to Perth. So that's a nice little itinerary if you're thinking of heading over that way. It would be lovely. And there's savings of up to $850 per couple on that at the moment, subject to availability. Um, Wendy Wu is having their Great Asia stock take sale with savings up to $500 per person on a whole range of their Asian itineraries in China, Japan, uh, India, Sri Lanka, etc., Vietnam. And that's for sale until 24 June. And whilst we're in that area, Holland America Line has a Southeast Asia Discovery itinerary, um, 18 nights departing um, January next year. Now, this is valid for sale until 28 June. So you're getting an economy class airfare to Singapore and two nights accommodation, then 16 nights cruising on the Holland America Line Western Arm from Singapore to Hong Kong. So you're going through uh, Koh Samui, Bangkok, Sihanoukville, Nha Trang, Da Nang, Ha Long Bay, etc. Interesting itinerary. So that's quite a good one from under. 
4,000 per person. And don't forget next year, because it only happens, you know, every blue moon, the Oberammergau Passion Play uh, for 2020. And if you book and pay a deposit by 30 June on that for a uh, tour of long, eight days or longer, you'll get a $350 per person discount off your tour price as well. And that's it for this week, Jane. That's our hot deals. Fantastic. Thank you, Sally Lucas. And, oh, don't forget before I go, we've got that new vessel coming into Newcastle in November and you're interested in joining a cruise out of Newcastle. It's either a four-night one-way to Brisbane, which is, I think, on the 4th, and on the 25th, it's a seven-night round trip, and that's on the Explorer Dream. So it's inaugural visit here, so we should obviously come and have a look at it and see a lovely new vessel sailing into our port. Excellent. Thank you, Sally. And uh, we'll talk travel again next Friday after the 1 o'clock news on 2NURFM. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com. <laughs>